Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. Tonight, we are recapping the week's nerdy news and also the year's nerdy news kind of not really news but i don't know you'll know when you get there from 2023 to 2024 and everywhere in between happy new year my name is mike gibson with me that was steve haller what's up steve well it feels like it's been years since we've uh recorded even though it's been like a week and a half yeah okay it has been over a week right i couldn't remember exactly when we recorded i think did we do (laughs) friday last week I think we did do Friday last been, week. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Though. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was digging I up some of these Christmas holiday. I, I hosted 30 people on Saturday. So I was like, there's no That's chance right. in hell that I'm recording. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then, yeah, because I was looking at stories to think of and there's not a ton, not a ton of like big news worth talking about. And the ones, some of the stuff that I did find, I was like, this seems like it happened a long time ago. <laughs> I Have we talked about but, this? But I know, no, but I knew we hadn't talked about right. it. But I was like, I, how how haven't we talked about it? But that's why, because our schedule's been crazy, and that'll work out. But anyway, because nice, this week we wanted to do like a a nice recap on twenty three and look ahead to twenty four. Uh, we did something similar last year. I would be curious. I I almost I had some time and I completely spaced on it. I wanted to go back and see what we were most excited about from like going yeah that would have been cool that would have been a, a good grab but uh <laughs> yeah I, I didn't didn't quite have enough time oh, happy yeah same new year to you brian <laughs> oh happy new year brian in the chat appreciate it um steve can you hear like a a white noise-ish thing coming from my microphone because i can hear it i've got like a dehumidifier on on the other side of the room okay no audio you can't hear it then here, i'm so good to good. go but i can hear it but i'll turn it off if it's going to be a problem nope just you okay all right good perfect Anyway, um, this podcast is uh, today, as it always is, is sponsored by Funky Town Comics, Camille's New York, Syracuse, New York. Recently got a shout out from Joshua Williamson. Pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, doing some promo stuff. We may stuff. come up later in the podcast. He may. He may, he may, he may. Um, uh, and I think, that, is that all the kind of business we got? Oh, we got uh, just a shout out to uh, Collectors Con. We Absolutely. are uh, in a couple of days. We'll be entering 2024, the year of Syracuse Collectors Con, March 16th and 17th, the Expo Center at the New York State Fairgrounds. Not the Expo Check Center, it out. at the Horticulture Building at the New York Sorry, State Horticulture Building. I was thinking it's the Expo Center. It's not Horticulture Building. No, it, um, it, we'd, we'd be filling like a 20,000 person con if it was, uh, actually, we could probably do more than that in that Horticulture Building, but. That expo yeah. center is huge. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It is huge. Anyway, um, I'll be there. Steve will be there. Steve and I will be there. Steve Orlando will be there. Um, All the Steve's. bunch of Power Rangers, bunch of Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, Friend of the pod, Matt Flint. People. Matt Flint, uh, tremendous artist. Matt Flint will be there. Um, Funky Town and, Comics uh, and Vinyl will be there. Funky Town Comics, of course, will be there. Yeah, and more uh, vendors signing up every day. So. Check it out. I'm assuming Get Brian in the chat will be there just because we know Brian. <laughs> hey, you you deep fans of the Multiverse Report that have always wanted to meet Brian in the chat, come on out. I'm sure he'll be walking around <laughs> signing autographs. We should have him as a special guest at our the Multiverse Report table. Dude, we can have just like a little, we will, the little we will be recording, so you know we might it's as true. well. Yeah, we gotta have like a little plaque though that says Brian in the chat, though, made up. <laughs> I will Jesus, I will Brian figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, um, 
a Marvel thing and a DC thing. And then uh, I'm going to talk about a movie that I saw this past week real quick. And then we're going to do some best ofs. We're going to talk about uh, our superlatives for 2023. Talk about our favorite film, TV show and comic from the past year. And then we're going to kind of go over things that are supposedly or have been announced to be coming out in 2024. Breath and uh, we're gonna breath. go definitely through a couple not of those. My breath on those. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of them have already moved. There's yep. not a lot of. There's one Marvel movie <laughs> on that list, but it's a long list. Still a long list. Oh yeah. So uh, we're gonna go through that and then pick out some things that we are especially excited about as well. Yeah, I was telling Mike and I had then, my my pure analog list for this. So. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, can't wait. Written on paper, this uh, this old <laughs> thing that we used to use. It's uh, it's the evolution from parchment. Uh, we've we've moved up in the world, but yeah, shocking. Now I type things on a screen. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> All right. First story, old news at this point, but again, we had not talked about it. Um, inevitable news. I thought it was inevitable, and yeah. I'm shocked that it didn't happen sooner. They really waited until the absolute last minute. Uh, Marvel fires Jonathan Major after he was found guilty of assault. Yeah, and they did. They waited till the last minute, but also didn't. As soon as the verdict dropped, the news was out that Marvel had dropped him. So Marvel had this. This is this was premeditated. Marvel already had everything in the can. Um, You know, for as soon as the verdict came down, they made their their course of action. Chose yep. Chose the road they were going down, and here we are. Um, Yes. You know, uh, the 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 Marvel part of it is definitively the smaller piece of the puzzle when it comes to this case but yes um, absolutely from our standpoint absolutely. we we are a nerd news podcast so that is you know where it ties in yes thank you for saying that steve uh first and foremost uh we want to make sure that everyone listening knows we understand this is a much larger issue uh, than what it means for the future of the marvel cinematic universe um we hope that this verdict uh, helps the victim and their families heal from the hurt and trauma caused by Jonathan Majors uh, and that it continues to shine a light on this kind of like monstrous behavior that, you know, is prevalent theme in the the film and really everywhere. um, But, you know, also in the film industry uh, in this case as well. Um, But like you said, Steve, we are a nerd news podcast. So we are talking about it, mentioning that and pivoting quickly to a much less important topic in the grand scheme of things, but one that is relevant to our interests. Uh, how Marvel will move forward. Now, this is something that you and I have talked about before. Yep. Um, and there's been think pieces and articles about uh, what they should do, um, rumors that they've already talked about uh, pivoting from Kang the Conqueror being the big bad and pivoting to a Doctor Doom, say, or uh, someone else of that stature. Yeah. Um, of course, the option is there to recast the character of Kang as well. And... I mean, I think they, they kind of set themselves up pretty well. I mean, you know, Ant-Man and Quantumania ended one way with an infinite amount of Jonathan Majors as Kangs ready to go. But then you got Loki Season 2, which, spoiler alert for the end of Loki Season 2, ends with uh, the destruction and rebuilding of all timelines, really, yeah. with Loki at the center of it. So they could kind of spin out of that and just start something completely new, I guess, if they wanted to. Like, they have wiggle room for themselves, which they always seem to leave for themselves sometimes in a uh, better sometimes i find exactly for better for worse sometimes i find it frustrating the amount of wiggle room that they give themselves um 
But in this case, I think it's working out well for them. Steve, would you prefer them to continue with Kang, um, but being played by somebody else, or would you rather them pivot to a new character? No, pivot. as a villain, hundred percent pivot. Um, yeah, I I think at this point they left it. It's at the end of Loki season two. You're at a decent enough point where you can just cut ties with the Kang character, hypothetically recast and have him come back at a later date if you're you know, yeah down the line whatever. Um, but at this point, like Pivot to Doom, still run Secret Wars. It was, uh, I believe, in the week it was also announced that uh, the second Secret Wars is officially, or the first Secret Wars is officially going to be Secret Wars, and then Secret Wars Part Two. The first Avengers um, movie, yeah. The the Avengers, they're calling it Avengers right, Five yeah. now instead of Avengers Kang Dynasty, which I believe something that Steve, I'm pretty sure that you and I said that on this podcast yeah. when we're talking about the Jonathan Majors stuff maybe a month ago i think we were like well they're going to change the name of that movie yep and then um, so and they were that they did and we were right um so yeah i think now they're calling it avengers 5 and it's been rumored and suggested that that's just going to be like secret wars part one and right two same thing they now. did with the infinity saga like yeah there it makes sense secret wars is way more of a story than you can tell in one yeah movie so why not pivot to that use it as you can and move on i mean Without Kang, you still can pivot to Doom. You have a multitude of other villains. You have all sorts of things going on. Um, yeah, like there, there's plenty of plenty of options and plenty of ways to do it. So yeah, and Marvel has shown in the past that they can take a storyline, not use it verbatim, use the name and the hype, and for better or for worse, come up with a different story to fit the mold. Didn't yeah. quite work with Secret Invasion. Hopefully, it's a little better than huh. for Secret Wars. If we were going for actually, you know what? Later in the podcast, we would have talked about uh, if, if we if we bring up worse things, you'll be talking yeah. about Secret Invasion. Otherwise, that will not get mentioned on this podcast. Yeah, forward. I don't I don't love spending time talking about stuff that I hate. Really, <laughs> right. you know. Um, and there's, I, there's, I would rather celebrate the things that I you know. It's yeah. like that line in uh, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. not uh, killing what we hate, but saving what we love. That yep. kind of thing. I don't know, something like that. That makes sense in my brain, um, but. Uh, yeah, I agree with you about Secret Invasion. But also, I think, I also agree with you about pivoting to a new character. Now, this is something that kind of goes against things that I've said in the past about, like, you know, again, going back to, like, they leave themselves wiggle room so they can change their minds about things. I would love them to just, like, write a thing and, like, stick to it because sometimes they change their minds or they get obsessed with their release dates or whatever that they change, they rewrite movies to... F- make sure that they're fitting in a certain way when it just doesn't feel like it's working anymore. Like we've talked about this before, but in this case, they're coming off a lackluster phase four and a currently lackluster phase five. A lot of people, not just you and I, Steve, people that were less sick of the MCU (laughs) after going into phase four than you and I were are now on the same page as us is like, yo, you got to turn this around. You got to do something. I I saw speaking of year end worst lists, which again, I don't like, but I saw, I think IGN said like biggest letdowns of 2023. And one of them was just the Marvel cinematic universe as a whole, not even one specific movie or show. And um, I see where they're coming from with that for sure. So I think in this case, outside of guardians of the galaxy, there wasn't a movie that got put out that wasn't like straight up middle of the pack. Yeah. At best. Agreed. Yeah. At best. So I think in this case, 
if they need to shoot some new life into the MCU, which I think that they do, and they need to find a way to reinvigor uh, themselves and also the audience to come back. Um, I think pivoting away from what they were doing is a good idea because whatever they were doing wasn't hitting. I think we've talked about it though. The only thing that's going to do that is the X-Men. The most likely thing to do that, I think is the right outside of like a random hit out of the park, which we've seen they can do, but has been few and far between recently. Yeah. Like if Thunderbolts happens to be a great, incredible film, you know, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but like, I don't think Thunderbolts is going to save the MCU. What's that? If Thunderbolts happens. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, Fantastic Four has the possibility, but we talked about recently also has the possibility to, you know, have audiences not interested in another Fantastic Four movie after seeing three bad ones. Um, But X-Men has the highest possibility. So We'll see. We'll see. But, you you know, we're saying Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom's more tied to Fantastic Four than X-Men or anything like that. So right. and Doom will be um, or the the four will be introduced. So there you go. Yeah. But Doom is also a character. I feel like Doom crosses boundaries. Yes. Like Doom can be Doom is for he to, can be an to, Avengers. To, to quote Thanos, well. Doom is Doom is inevitable. Like he's yeah, everywhere. Right. He's right. fought the X-Men. He's fought the four. Avengers, he's fought yeah. the Avengers. Like, he'll fight anyone. He's doom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also, he's never been, like, really mined as a character, like, yeah. as much as he could have been oh, to shit. make him be actually, like, more interesting, more than just, like, a maniacal shaking fist mustache twirler, right. you know, in those movies. So, like, if they do if they do him justice, then he is the kind of character that can appeal to audiences, for sure. Like so, another Loki or another Thanos. So here's a stupid... I'm going to give you a full stupid here. Okay. End of Secret Wars. Doom wins phase six. Part one? No. Part two. Oh, just total. Okay. Phase six is Wastelanders. Ooh. Wow. Do you think you could get more than one movie out of Wastelanders, though, without people getting bored? I mean, we've seen a multitude of, (laughs) uh, you know, audio dramas out of it and comics out of it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So... But yeah, no, I, I <laughs> that's why I said full stupid. Like, I know it's a bad idea for them, but I would hey, love to see a Wastelanders movie. Like, Logan, Logan me, was as close as we come. Yeah. And that was amazing. I would definitely take at least one movie that was like Mad Max, Fury Road, but with the Avengers. That would be awesome. Mad Max may come up later in the podcast. Oh, it might. For sure it might. So. All right. So yeah, that's right. the Marvel. That's the Marvel. Let's move to the DC. And the only DC stuff is just some little nuggets of information uh, from Mr. James Gunn himself on social media. He's been using threads a lot lately, which I like mm-hmm. because I've been using threads a lot lately. Um, he's given a few crumbs of knowledge regarding plans for the DCU. <clears throat> first of all, being the Creature Commandos, the first entry in his uh, DCU, will be coming out in the back half of 2024. Somebody asked him if it's going to come out in early or late 2024. He said later. Okay. Assuming that's going to be the back half of the year. Uh, bummer for me. I was hoping that we were going to get like a February or March release because I am gung ho about that show, but I can wait. I can wait again. We're going to wait until the entire slate of stupid, stupid superhero stuff comes out and then try and cleanse it with creature commandos. Yeah. Just like, just let it go. Let it go. Exactly. Like this is like actually really, I know I've said this before, but 
the gap of time between the death of the DCEU and Superman Legacy and all the James Gunn, Peter Safran new yeah. stuff is like just the best thing they have going for them at this point for sure. Like, yeah. let people forget, let people want more DC movies, and then not only do you hit them with something, I mean, hopefully good, but also, you know, goddamn Superman. So that'll right. hopefully be a big shot in the arm. Uh, and hopefully that's a big shot in the arm for the comic book movie genre in general. Now, since um, this is our year end, I am going to requote my thoughts that the 2024 slate of superhero movies, primarily led by Sony, is going to taint even further the general populace's thoughts on superhero movies and ultimately may screw over Marvel and DC because they're not putting stuff out. Uh, Deadpool may help that. Yep. Creature Commandos may help that. But ultimately, I feel that it will be a negative connotation uh, in the general sphere. Also, yeah. uh, that similar to what we talked about with my thoughts on Fantastic Four, not bringing, not bringing the panache that it used to. Not, not a guaranteed hit. Yeah. That I also have that feeling for Superman, and that Superman legacy may not live up to expectations from the general populace solely because Superman hasn't been in the cultural zeitgeist for how long. Like, yeah, we've had some, like, Superman and Lois and TV shows and that, but, sure. like, you know, the the, the kids these days, uh, like, <laughs> would be more apt to see, like, to they when you think of superhero, they think of Batman and Spidey. They don't think of Superman. You're not completely wrong, but I'm, I'm not sure ready. Does, but... <laughs> What's that? I said, I'm sure Sam does, but. Well, yeah, of course, Sam, my, my son does, yeah, but. uh. I, I think a lot of kids still do. Yeah. I think there's more power there than um, maybe I think there's immediately latent, evident. Like there's definitely some latent energy there. It's just a matter of yeah. whether they can actually tap it or not. But it's also that like if he, it all depends on the tone of this movie because, and the look of it and the feel of it. Because Man of Steel, I like Man of Steel. Yeah. I like that a lot. But it was a muted color palette. It was a much darker, grittier Superman. Mm -hmm. It's not a Superman movie that I would necessarily want to take an eight-year-old kid to, eight or nine-year-old no. kid, for sure. But if James Gunn can make a Superman movie that appeals to a wider audience and really speaks to the character of Superman, then, uh, then, and they don't, if they they need, then they need to market it towards that. Yeah. And then I think, I think it's, uh, I think it could be it it could be massive. It could be, it has a potential to be massive. And, but I also agree with you. I, I also agree with what you said. I think there's, it, it all comes, it's all going to come down to marketing right. and feel and like the look and the hype that they can build around it. But I think there's going to be a pretty good amount of hype, especially from so. like people that are in the sphere, like you and me, we're all going to want to see it right. no matter what, uh, for sure that's fucking Superman, yeah. <laughs> you know? So like, that's a big deal. Yep. We're all going to see it. And then I think like, I think I said, I said this before, but like my mom wants to see a new Superman movie. You know what I mean? Like there's people way older than us that are like, Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Superman. Great. Like I don't, I'm not into comics, but I know Superman. I'll go see Superman. Where's Superman been? So, um, I don't think it's, it's definitely not as much of a risk as if they started with like a, live action creature commandos movie or something right. that would be insane um i think it's less of a risk than starting a cinematic universe with an iron man movie to be honest with you you know like no one gave a yeah. shit about iron man well, people actively nobody, hated iron man nobody nobody actively created a cinematic universe with an iron man movie though like well, marvel stumbled that, into it 
because nah, they of threw that. Movie. They threw that post credit scene in there because they knew what they wanted to get to someday. They were like, let's see how it goes. And let's see what yeah, we can do. I mean, they threw it in as a, eh, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It worked out. It did. But it worked out. Ultimately, here we are. Yeah. 20 years later right. talking about nerd stuff still, which I'm not yeah, going to complain exactly. about. Yeah, Things I no, might yeah. complain about or might not complain about are uh, what gun dropped next, that the Green Lantern suit will not be CGI. Why would you complain about that? Have you did seen you the other the... one? Uh, no, the, I said I wasn't the... going to complain that it was not CGI. There were too oh, many negatives oh, okay. in there, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I might have added an extra negative. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I do not want <laughs> that. Okay, yeah. I, I don't want the, um, no. Yeah, I think someone asked them about uh, the Green Lantern show or um, Nathan Fillion's Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, yeah. Costume and Superman Legacy. Will it be CGI like the Ryan Reynolds? The terrible Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie classically... Uh, had a CGI suit. And um, when they announced that, I remember I was not like fully turned off by that. I was like, oh, wow, no, that's like a, it's an alien suit. They can make it look different than like regular clothing. Then great. Yeah. But then it just kind of looked like shit. Um, and uh, James Gunn responded to this person and said something like, I would never put a CGI suit on any character that wasn't a CGI character <laughs> or something like that. Like perfectly sensical yeah. <laughs> way to respond to that. Um, so that's good. And speaking of suits, um, someone asked him when we would see the Superman suit. He said, will we see the Superman suit before March 2024? And he said, or what he said, the, the question was, what are the chances that we'll see a picture of the Superman suit before uh, March? And uh, James Gunn responded saying 0.0. And then someone else responded to that saying, so what? You're just going to like let some paparazzi take a, like a bad photo and that's the that's the way you want that suit revealed to the world and he responded to that person saying like, "Well, we don't shoot for over 2 months, so there's no way anyone's going to see it before March." Right. <laughs> like, it's just not possible. Unless they're there on the first day of shooting, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I'm I'm confident that he's smart enough to release a publicity photo yeah. like as before as, they start as as filming they anything outside or anything with the suit at all like right. here, here as soon he as corn sweat does like. a screen test with that suit on bam take a snap and get it out there yeah exactly um uh the last thing um i thought was very interesting he referred to famed comic book writer tom king tom king uh known for um an up and doing down everything Batman good run but doing everything great he did a incredible uh vision miniseries at marvel he's done an absolutely all-timer home run um story for mr miracle at dc he's also done um one of my favorite comic books of the year not to spoil anything for later but human target um just strange some adventures. really great runs um yep strange adventures another one of my favorite uh books didn't he have a decent um, nightwing run too What's that? Did he have a Nightwing run? Or am I thinking of Tom Taylor? You're thinking of Tom Taylor. <laughs> Easy, uh, classic, classic uh, mix up there. Um, but he also wrote Superman Woman of Tomorrow, which they've announced that they're making uh, yes. a movie called Superman Woman of Tomorrow. Um, and James Gunn um, referred to Tom King as, uh, he said, Tom is an integral part of the DCU, not just with Woman of Tomorrow. He's one of the first people I showed the Superman script, asking for notes. He's included in various ways in numerous other projects, including woman up tomorrow and i just think that's super cool that this guy's a great writer he really understands these characters yeah like few others so yeah get him involved especially if he wrote the book that you're basing an entire movie on he did so, do a nightwing run in 2014 for the record oh he did oh okay sorry 
I didn't know that. I want to read. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yes. Was that when? Seven was it Grayson Sun. or was it Nightwing? He did Nightwing Volume 2 and Grayson with Tim Seeley. Okay, yeah. Okay, he must yeah, have done the one to Grayson. Well. I forgot yeah. he did the Grayson run. So, so yeah. All I mean, right. I don't think any of us are not excited about that because Tom King always does good things. Mr. Miracle is yeah. literally the book that got me into DC. Yeah, it's you, so You good, were like, man. no, you have to read this. And I was like, yes, yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So Human, good. And Human Target was amazing, so. Did you read Human Target? I read half of it. Good chunk of it. Oh man. Yeah. I think I had floppies through like four or five, maybe. Nice. So Yeah. So good. You should finish it. It was one, one of those of where I, actually two. you know what happened? That was between switching poles and things got weird. Yeah. Yep. I get it. Um, well, Steve, I saw speaking of DC and uh DC movies. I saw a movie this past week. You did. That marks the end of the Detective Comics Extended Universe, DCEU. I saw. Brian Aquaman. in the chat also saw this movie. <laughs> I know he did. I know he did. I saw Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. And this is a movie that I was told by a mutual friend of ours, Steve, uh, before I went to see it, that it was the. Uh, possibly the worst comic book adaptation of anything that this person had ever seen, ever. I think Brian in the chat would also agree with you after I talked to him the other night about it. <laughs> he might. I think to anyone, here's, here's what I say. Anyone listening, anyone watching, that thinks Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is the worst comic book movie they've ever seen, raise your hand. Okay, hands I, up. I can't because yep. okay. I haven't seen it. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm doing this for everyone listening at home with their hands in the air. Now keep your hands up if you've seen the first Aquaman. Okay, lots of you. Okay, great. Now keep your hands up if you also think the first Aquaman is the worst comic book thing you've ever seen. Okay. If your hand's still up, then yes, you are completely entitled to that opinion. If your hand went down because you thought Aquaman was good and you don't like Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, I don't understand you. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is an exact exact sequel to Aquaman. It's the same it's the same movie with a different story. It's just I mean, it looks the same. The dialogue is the same. Actually, dialogue's 10 to 15% better, I would think. It's a deeply flawed movie with bad dialogue and a nonsensical plot with super dope visuals and awesome action scenes that looks great and is fun to look at. That's my, that's my opinion. That's my review of Aquaman, and it's yeah. my review of Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. To me, it was just like the same. It was just more of the same. If you liked Aquaman, you like Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. I don't understand this. The, I don't understand the hate. I guess the For only the thing record, I can think this, of is this is a movie that got. Uh, I I don't I don't take Rotten Tomatoes for much, but I got a no. thirty six on the tomato. Yeah, meter. no, I know. Like <laughs> I know. I can only speak my own opinions. Yeah, to you. Oh, I know 100%. the Rotten Tomato score. It just boggles my mind that, like, yeah, I, the only I, as someone who talks to people that have seen movies and such in the sure. vein, you are sure. literally the only person I've talked to that has enjoyed it, which is what kept me from going to see it this weekend because I had time and I was I like, went I with, don't want to. I went with three other people and we were all on the exact same page about it. We we're like, that was fun. That was bad. Like, it was dumb. Yeah. I'm not saying it's great. Oh, I'm by the saying way, it's not the worst thing ever. It's I, not I'm, terrible. I'm now officially in for more movies this year. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that. My my wife got me the movie bucket at Movie Tavern, or the popcorn oh. bucket at Movie Tavern for uh, Christmas. I got to get one of those. So Sounds awesome. 
Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's what I would say. Like, I, the only thing I can think of is that, like, if you saw Aquaman and you were like, meh, and then you went to see the sequel and you were expecting, maybe you thought, like, okay, they could fix learn, what, the they learn what they did wrong, wrong on the first movie and they're going to make it better in the second movie. I can, then I can like see you rational, being like a rational human being would expect. Well, well, yeah, but aren't, isn't it also rational to think like, okay, they made this movie and the same team is making this next movie and I've seen the trailer. So it seems like it's going to be exactly like the first movie. That's how I went into okay. it. I, maybe my expectations, my expectations, Might I was expecting so low that <laughs> not even low. I was expecting Aquaman. Right. And that's what I got. <laughs> like, I don't like, I think Aquaman is a better, is better maybe a little bit. But this isn't like too much lower than Aquaman in my DCEU rankings. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I think Black Manta is cool as hell. Super cool looking design. He's badass. I love that villain. Like, I'm kind of bummed that, like, there's no way that we're going to see another Aquaman in James Gunn's DCU for like a while, yeah. right? Like, we're not going to see another Aquaman. We're not going to see another Flash for like a really long time, mm-hmm. I think. And that's a bummer to me because I just like looking at Black Manta. Like, I think Flash, that dude is a super movie badass. That will not show up later in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it's not like it's again, it's not a great movie. But right. like, if you went in expecting it to be the Dark Knight, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it was like that was just never going to happen. I went okay, in expecting here, it to be Aquaman. Go. Here we go. And I was Mike, had a fun time. We're putting it. you on the spot here. Okay. Aquaman and Flash, which was the better? Flash. Okay. And most mean, people... wait, Aqu- wait, Aquaman or Aqu- Aquaman, or Aquaman Lost 2? Oh, yeah. Flash. Yeah. The two that came out this year. Okay. And most people consider the yeah, Flash, Flash to be on the lower tier of all superhero movies, which But again, that's another thing I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand that either. Like Flash is decent. the yeah, the effects were the effects at the end of that movie are bad. But the Flash is a decent movie. The Flash isn't a bad movie, I don't think. Yeah, similar to Aquaman. I you can fight was, me on that, too. I thought it was but... fine. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't hate The Flash. You thought it was fine. I didn't despise exactly. it. I would have given it a, a solid 5 out of 10. Yeah. Not one of the worst comic movies I've ever seen. Not, we're not in Fantastic Four level, no. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're not on Batman and Robin level, <laughs> you know. Joel Schumacher there's, did not make this movie. There's plenty of other movies. Like, yeah, hey. it's crazy. We've talked about um, what's supposedly a shitty movie. Should we shift over to really good things from this past year? Sure. I was trying to think if there was anything that I actually wanted to say about Aquaman 2 specifically. Um, oh, I thought Amber Heard was in it way more than I expected her to be. Like, I yeah, thought she was going to be in like, that she was in like none of it. I thought she was going to be in like 30 seconds of it. Yeah. And there's definitely times when it's clear clear like at the beginning they're setting up the whole like family dynamic with like aquaman and his like infant son and stuff and she's like not in any of those scenes oh which is I weird she's like the mother yeah so i was like it's weird that she, i felt her not being there but then for the rest of the movie she like showed up quite a bit so i was i have a question since we talked about it did they go there no okay no <laughs> one thing i didn't like about it is that they really didn't go there like with anybody Right. So I was kind of like, what? Yeah. What the hell? You know. Um, Happens. I think like the very end, the very, excuse me, the very end of this movie, bizarre, bizarre way to end this film. I'm just going to say it, I guess. Like he says, like he's giving an Atlantis, like announces itself to the world with that. That's like a fine way to end the movie. Right. Cause like, yeah, you know, they don't know. Right. And he's like giving a speech, like at the UN. 
I'm like Jason Momoa, very miscast as Aquaman. I think like he looks badass, great, but if as soon as you make him the king of Atlantis, he does not belong in that role at all. Which they do acknowledge in the movie. Yeah, that he he's was... like not good at it and he hates doing it. I'm like, thank God they're saying this because I do yeah. not believe that he's the king of anything. He was a great it's cast insane. for like generic man arthur curry the version of aquaman that has wants nothing to do with leading anything or like great yes but as soon as he's sitting on a throne making like policy decisions i was like (laughs) i don't buy this at all um but then he like announces himself and he says like we are atlantis and i am whatever and he says i don't know if it was like a reference to iron man but he ends it by saying i am aquaman which you think is going to be the end but then he just goes wahoo and like walks off screen <laughs> and then the credits come up it was like a very strange very strange ending to the film um i will say uh i laughed out loud genuinely like it made me laugh quite a bit like i thought it was very funny like there's a lot of great interaction with him and um orm patrick, yeah, wilson, patrick wilson playing his brother very funny uh stuff between the two of them like i said it's not terrible it's not great it's not it's it Barely is... when it's I say this when it's bad it's fun bad to me okay maybe it wasn't for other people but like when it was bad my friends and I were laughing we were like this is I can't believe how stupid this is yeah. but sometimes the stupid is also good I don't know it's like a movie it like knows what it is I guess you know what I mean okay I think it knows that it's goofy and it's not it's like fine well this will be dumb but we'll do it anyway okay I don't know let's, I don't know let's pick with the it. movies that we know yeah let's good. move on let's move on. Uh, all right, you want to do some superlatives? I think so, because we had a whole year. Uh, we're almost whole... we're almost to the point where we've had a whole year. We, uh, if something drops tomorrow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we reserve the right. We 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 one hundred percent reserve the right to include it in the list posthumously. However, agreed. As of so twelve thirty I... twenty three at ten yes. eighteen at night, Steve and I have each picked our favorite movie our favorite tv show and our favorite comic mm-hmm. we have i'm sure we both have some runners up in there as well yeah um i'll say that we talked about it before we're not in we're specifically naming like genre nerdy comic book movie stuff right like so we're not saying movie wise yeah it, like you know we're not like oppenheimer is not going to be in there right or killers of the flower moon it was probably the best movie I saw this year. That's not, I'm not picking that as my number one for this specific instance. And we talked right, before, we're like, show. does Barbie count? Does Bar- Barbie's <laughs> yeah. like right on the edge? Cause like Barbie would be possibly it for me, but like, is it, is it there? So we said, I don't know. We said, no, Barbie, we're trying to stick with like comic or video game based, whatever stuff kind of, Yeah, you, you know, you guys know what I mean. Oh yeah. Anyway, Steve, 2023. Oh, also, uh, for the record, we have not talked okay. to each other about this at all. No, I don't know Steve's list. He's These not are completely independent. Yes. 2023. What was your favorite movie? Comic book nerd movie, 2023. For me, there was I think I know. absolutely zero question. Uh, Mike, what do you think it was? I think it was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Absolutely. There was yes. no, I, I, it's funny. Cause I was writing the list up and it didn't even cross my mind. I was like, yeah. I had, I had like guardians and the D and D movie and Ninja Turtles and all these others. I'm like, yep. all right, scratching yeah. through like what came out, what's going on. And then I was, 
I started going through the Rolodex. I'm like, oh, well, shit. There's, I didn't have to do any of that. Like, Spider-Verse came out, so yeah. that was it. Spider-Verse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was definitely my list. It probably would have been my number one. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be your number <laughs> one. And so just so we could talk about two different things. Yep. My number one, I chose Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to give Brian in the chat a heart attack. Uh, my number one, I chose. Sorry. So I, I had Spider-Verse as a runner-up. I also had. Are we, sorry, we're going to do runner-ups after we say our number one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's I put my number one as um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. I have as my number one. I did not expect that. I um, thought you would have had a late uh, latecomer that moved into that number one slot uh, a couple weeks ago. Did I forget about a movie that came out? Godzilla Minus One. That's a runner-up for me. Okay. It's a runner-up. That's what I That's had expected my... was your number one, the way you were talking about it. So No. Um, I love Godzilla Minus One. Yep. Uh, didn't make me cry. Gardens of Galaxy 3 made me cry. Yes. Um, Will confirm and... that that did. Yes. Yeah. And just... Uh, I just thought everything about it was great i i need to watch it again i haven't watched it again um it's just such a great capping to that trilogy and the way gunn was able to take the storylines that he didn't write for his characters but weave them back together in a way that still like brought this like emotional payoff and pathos to these characters that he really shepherded the entire way along um uh, it just really knocked me out and all the stuff with rocket i don't know like the effects yeah. were great the, the writing Story was great was soundtrack awesome. was great our it looked incredible um you know so if it's not going to be spider-verse for me it's going to be guardians right and spider-verse did what so we have guardians that was the perfect capstone to a trilogy and spider-verse who did the empire strikes back thing where yeah it's this middle piece of a trilogy and you know the story's not over Right, and it leaves you on a cliffhanger, but it still like closes some things up and leaves it in a spot where you need to come back for more. But was a good movie yeah. in its own right. Right, and it also introduces new ideas. Yeah, to the thing that you didn't know about, which is again another Empire Strikes Back comparison. Right, where Empire like blows up like light side versus dark side and force ghosts and levitating things with your head and your with your mind or whatever mm-hmm. and like all this kind of like lore, you know. Luke, I'm your father. Um, this kind of like lore is really built up where in Spider-Verse we get like, oh, the canon event thing and the, oh, Captain Stacy always dies and like yep. things like this. Um, you know, why wasn't Miles invited to join the society or whatever? Oh, because he's the original anomaly or whatever. So um, all this kind of stuff, it kind of it takes on the genius first part and expands on it yep. um, in a way that does nothing but add to the lore and the universe uh, and the story that's being told. I will say I re- I recently rewatched Spider-Verse or Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. Yep. That's a long movie. It is longer and than I expected it to be. It does a lot in that time. I'm watching that movie. I don't know one thing that should be cut out of that movie. I think it completely earns its runtime and it uses every minute of that. Like no time is wasted. It's, perfectly done it completely earns its runtime yep. but it's still too long it's, it's too long probably about like i i would say it's like 20 minutes like it's not yeah, a crazy I think it's, amount it's like one story like one side even if it was like 10 like cut like cut 10 minutes out of yeah. that movie and it's way better for me and again i think it's 
incredible. I think it's a five star film, yeah. but it's just too long. Like I love every second of it, yeah. but it's too long. It's too long. Like maybe trim the fight scenes or something like, yeah. but too long. So honorable um, mentions. Uh, yeah. For you. So I had, I, I mentioned like guardians was in the, the honorable mentions. Uh, sure. D and D honor amongst thieves was yeah, probably man. right up there for me. Like it was yeah, man. until that was probably going to be my winner until I remembered across the spider verse. Uh, mostly because I figured we would talk about Guardians. Uh, yeah. Like, Guardians was probably my second favorite movie, but it was kind of doing that thing that you were doing of, like, eh, it's probably going to get brought up, so I'll I'll hedge my right. bet somewhere else. Um, yeah. And then, like, Ninja Turtles and Mario came out this year. Like, animation yeah. was big this year. <laughs> um, Mario wouldn't be a runner-up for me, but Ninja Turtles definitely would be a runner-up. Yeah, I mean, that I, movie I, rules. I don't think Mario was in the same category, but like, I just yeah. wanted to bring it up because animated animated nerd movies were huge this year. Yes, yeah, those like, three alone. Mario Mario grossed over a billion as an animated yeah. film. Insane, insane, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, my uh, Spider Verse, Godzilla minus one. Um. I thought about the Dungeons and Dragons movie because I really like that movie a lot. If I do have another honorable mention, yep. I'm going to spin in way in the other direction and say, because this is a, a tangent topic that we only talk about when I really want to talk about it. Horror, Evil Dead Rise. Yes, I, I was going to say, I, that, that yeah. came across my thoughts too of like, hmm, that was pretty good, but Mike's probably going to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, again, we don't really dive too deep into horror stuff, but you know, it's adjacent adjacently and yeah steve and i are both fans of the evil dead franchise at least so that really i i think it was only like a month or two ago that i watched it it was like oh yeah oh no that's yeah. purely an evil dead movie <laughs> yeah and you know what it's probably my least favorite evil dead movie but it still rules yeah like, it's still a great movie <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like evil dead just never misses yeah. all everything is great everything yep. is good if you like one of them you'll like all of them absolutely way. All right, so TV show. Steve, this category made me realize I don't watch very many TV shows because it was hard for me to think of uh, the shows that I even watched that yeah. were like in this category of like nerdery. Like my wife and I just recently finally finished um, the season three of Only Murders in the Building, which I think is an incredible show. Yep. It's possibly my favorite show that I've seen this year, but it doesn't really fit in this genre of stuff and i was like what else have i even watched i don't even yeah. know but i thought of a couple but i'll let you go first steve because okay. you went first on movie 2023 best tv show i know it wasn't secret invasion but what was it uh there was actually no second thought in my brain the last of us the last of us not what i expected you to say at all steven haller wow last of us i think i think the thing you thought i was gonna say uh will end up being yours but uh it was and it was a very close second but last of us just like i and both of us played the original game yeah they did they did justice to one of my favorite pieces of art in any way shape or form of all time Mm-hmm. made an, a compelling series that my wife who couldn't give two flying shits about zombie anything yeah absolutely was on the seat of her pants for the entire run of yeah and like found a way to take for what has been horrible video game adaptations of anything for years 
right? And yeah. actually, like, I was worried when I heard The Last of Us was being made into a show. Sure. I was yeah. legitimately like, ah, they're going to ruin it. Like, I knew it was a good idea, but I also Correct. thought it yes. was going to be bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, similar to the Mario movie. I'm like, how, why, what are they, what yeah. are they going to do? And then they made a yeah. decent movie out of it. Right. Um, but like the last of us just hit and met and exceeded every expectation I had for it. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. uh, we'll talk about it runners up, but <laughs> well, Steve, my favorite TV thing, maybe this is recency bias. Yeah. Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials. Okay. Okay. Not what you thought I was going to say. Uh, no. But I, you thought I, I, was assume say, our, I assume our second runners up is the same. My very close <laughs> honorable mention or runner up, Star Wars Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, for me, it very well might be recency bias. I haven't watched the Christmas special mm-hmm. yet that I know is out on Disney Plus, but those three specials, again, I talked about it recently, just reinvigorated my love for a show that I thought I would never love like that again. And that is a feeling that is rare to find. And Ahsoka, although I love that show, it was Star Wars. And I have always loved Star Wars and I know I will love Star Wars. And so it was just that's, like, it was a I different think that's what experience. I felt into the same, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, I mean, I, I, I legit like, emotionally was moved numerous times episode if you ask me the best episode of tv that came out this year episode five of ahsoka hands down there is no question in my mind episode three of uh last of us hands down Uh, okay yeah uh hands down oh Uh, can we flip a coin i hadn't thought of that (laughs) until you said yeah i I hadn't thought of that either it was me when you said best episode i immediately thought of that like there was no question no question for me (laughs) Uh, i hadn't thought of it for two seconds before you said that such a good episode so good (laughs) god yeah Uh, but no all right yeah ahsoka ahsoka is great ahsoka is incredible i can't wait to rewatch it like i think Mm. i did I say on this podcast or just tell you, like I recently rewatched Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I loved it so much more than I thought I remembered liking it. And because I watched it in rapid succession, because that right. should have been a movie. And I'm wondering if I'll have the same effect for Ahsoka. Like, and, and that's a show that I really loved when it was on the air, right. when I was watching it week to week. Um, so I can only imagine that I will love it even more if I rewatch it. So, but it was, I think it was just the fact that it wasn't something that I wasn't surprised by Ahsoka. I guess like I was like this is going to be good yeah. and it was good right and it was more of it a did things that I thought they were going to do yeah binding Ezra that kind of stuff like see and that's why I think that's why I ended up going last of us was like it yeah. surprised me more than it should have whereas Ahsoka was exactly what I wanted and expected yes 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 and like, exactly it, it it moved things along like I got to see Grand Admiral Thrawn in live fucking action Ezra yeah Bridger. it's awesome Ezra Bridger, Ahsoka Tano, everybody in live action. Yeah. Multiple Sabine, versions yeah. of Ahsoka Tano. We get to see Ahsoka and uh We saw a live Anakin. action Clone Wars. Right. Like hey, Hayden Christensen. In the fact <laughs> in the, the flesh. <laughs> yeah. As Vader and as Anakin. It was yeah. great. It was great. But I Doctor Who more. Right. I don't know. Like, yeah. Same Doctor thing. Who knocked me out. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Ahsoka other, is a very close runner up. Yes, very close runner up. 100%. Other but, and also like for me. Oh, oh, say it. Go oh, ahead. Keep going if you got something. 
Oh, I was just going to say, like, the stuff, the Star Wars stuff that we're going to get in 2024, like Skeleton Crew and the Acolyte, those right. are things that could surprise, could very well surprise us because yeah. we do not know much about either of those things at all. Right. Even and, as someone who's following the High Republic, I don't like the right. Acolyte is still a mystery. Yeah. So those are things that could maybe right. shock us in a way that, you know, lends itself to be a more memorable or a more standout experience from watching those things that might end up being number one next year on yep. 2024's wrap up. So, um, so what were your honorable mentions for TV show? Uh, Star Wars Strange or Star Trek Strange New World season two was oh, awesome. Yeah. And it may, again, maybe recency bias because I just watched the last episode a couple hours ago, but holy shit, Monarch is great. Oh, man, I forgot. I got to watch that. Yeah, it's great. The whole thing is out? No, there's two more episodes. Oh, damn. Okay, I got to watch that. So you got, you got, I mean, you got two weeks to like work your way, like work through half of it, work through half of it. You're good for the finale. Thank you for the reminder. I kind of forgot that that show was happening because I don't have Apple shit, TV, but doing it very, very good. Awesome. The doing whole like father son playing the Dude, same character is, thing. That's like that working really well. Okay, that, good. Yeah, that's that's eerie and great. <laughs> awesome. Because the two right, of them cool. really do like why it doesn't have enough Goldie Hawn in him. <laughs> like he looks <laughs> just like Kurt. Good. Yeah. It works then. Oh, it works perfect. The same person. <laughs> Awesome. So, is yeah. it like, is it super scary? No, I mean, no, no, it's tense. Yeah, okay. but it's not like overtly like. Okay, we're not like jump scare horror type stuff. It's. I'm just wondering if my I uh, could have my wife watch it with me. Probably. Yeah. All right. Cool. Like, see. mine would not care one one iota, but yours might. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Give it a shot, maybe. See what she's up to. Because it's um, it is a compelling character narrative too. It's not yeah. just. That uh, that's the thing is, the um, the Titans as they're referred to, um, yes, are like they're there, they're present, right? But they're not like there's a couple of very tense moments around them emerging, and when they do, holy shit! But yeah, like you know, Godzilla's in this show, right? <laughs> He's We've in the show, seen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. yeah, it's it's good and he's not wow, cool like, there's a multitude of titans that are referenced so it's nice awesome yeah. all right i gotta dive into that yep. that'll be my january television thing well worth cool, it cool 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 awesome all right comics comics this was tough for me this was tough for me for sure i, I had about i had about five on the list and i don't think i don't think you would think any of them would be where where my like peak would be really well, no you you would expect one my number one okay. you definitely would uh i don't know if you'd get it but you you would understand um yeah well i'm trying to i hadn't thought about this until right now now i'm trying to guess what your number one comic would be it is not from the big two okay then i might be right is it tell me if i'm wrong i won't be mad is it Hunger in the Dusk. Absolutely. Yeah! 100%. Damn. Damn. Episode four, or issue four just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, G. Will Wilson and Chris Wild Goose are finding a way to push a narrative in a familiar world 
that is like twisting it on its head a little and especially after issue four um is extremely compelling and i'm a sucker for like the high fantasy tropes of orcs and humans and the whole nine yeah so it it really is driving right into my wheelhouse and nice. it's been a breath of fresh air after even uh, like i'm i i am enjoying fall of x everything i'm reading from fall of x like uncanny uh uncanny spider-man taking yeah. kurt, kurt in new directions i didn't expect him to go like there's some good writing going on in that whole thing but any of the things on my list uh elevated above any of the x books nice wow so wow what issue are they on right now four four okay so they're not close to like a trade uh no probably another two before thinking about a trade all right usually i may have to usually borrow some of those issues from you because oh why I just keep would hearing you, how great it is why would you need to do that mike i don't know i just might want to bone up on hunger in the dusk no reason no more reason. new more news coming uh probably next coming week in on, january yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> my god okay um my number one very tough very tough for me but going along the same lines as we were talking about television being surprised by something mm-hmm. My number one is Dwellings by Jay okay. Stevens. The looks like this is a, a weird coincidence. <laughs> looks like a cute little uh, Dexter's Laboratory cartoon. And then is a harrowing, horrible horror story on the inside. Once you start reading it, the design of the characters, the design of the book, the yeah. fake advertisements in the middle of the pages, <laughs> just so everything great. is so perfect everything is executed perfectly it the entire the book that you hold in your hands exists in a world other than the world that we exist in like there's no advertisements for, like it says oni press or whatever at the top and that's the only thing tying and that's it, to it. there's Earth no other ads <laughs> yes there's no ads for other books there's no ads yep. for movies or anything it's just like this is a piece of something from another universe where everyone looks like a cartoon character and think horrible things happen all the time. I just picked up issue four. I haven't read it yet. I'm excited issue to three. read it. Sorry. Three. Yes. Cause three? I just did too. Yes. Sorry. It's three. Yeah. I, I, the um, only reason I know is cause I put it on my shelf next to the other two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, issue three just came out. I haven't read it yet, but it's just so good and it's so fun. Yeah. I'm halfway through um, two, I think. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Um, if you if you like any kind of if you're just like dipping your toe into the horror thing, like it's great. It's such a good read. It's so fun. Um, close second, close second is uh, Tom King and Greg's, Greg Smallwood's Human Target, previously mentioned okay. uh, on the podcast. Um, that was a book that just it was just the probably the most gorgeous book that I read all year. The art on yeah. that book is phenomenal. The story is great. Um, the way that it weaves into the Justice League international characters is just really, really well done. Tom nice. King really kind of knocks it out of the park. Also, I have to give shouts out to um, Poison Ivy from mm-hmm. G. Willow Wilson continuing to crush it um, on Poison Ivy. I've almost like stopped pulling that book just because I'm trying to like not pull too many books anymore. But then I read the next Poison Ivy and I'm like, oh, I can't stop pulling this. It's so good. It's so good. It wins me back every single time. And also 
the uh, new Kelly Thompson Birds of Prey, I think, is just completely nice. knocking it out of the park on every issue. The new Birds of Prey run is so good. It's so good. It's so fun. It looks incredible. It reads incredible. It's so fun and so great. I can't recommend it enough. So those are my runner-ups, but number one, I took it to Dwellings because I did not know what I was getting into when I read that book, and it right. completely blew my mind and knocked me out. So Dwellings, Jay Stevens. Similar vein? World Tree. I just World finished Tree, the... I just finished, I just finished the... Um, I finished... I bought the trade. I finished the trade the other oh, okay. day. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So I just finished up number five. Uh, is that I can't remember how it, whether the trade was five or six, but um, just finished up number five, and it's like, huh, okay. Like Tinian always just keeps you moving and thinking and subverting expectations, but not in an overtly like you expected him to subvert them that way kind of yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any yes. sense. Is number five? Does it? kind of end the one storyline and jump to somewhere else uh it, or did i ruin it, you no, say it so? yeah i think it ends it ends a there's a culmination or like a cliffhanger that feels like it could be the end of a arc yeah okay, okay. yeah that's how i felt too um yep. so my other uh in my top five that i wrote down there's only one big two book and it's not what oh, you wow. think. Well, no, there's two. Never mind. I lied. Okay. Uh, other honorable mentions were Transformers. Oh, yeah. Because that was a great book. I did not know I could care about Transformers again. Yeah. Um, you, I didn't know you started reading it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. Same. Well, it's one of those where I picked up the number one, and then I walked into the shop, and I was like, ah, I've got the one. I should probably grab the two because I've heard Might good things. Well. Yeah. And then I actually read it and I'm like, holy shit, now I get why they, everybody's singing its praises. Yeah. Um so good. Starscream is freaking brutal in that. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, he is. That, that's what kind of got me was like Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Boom. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um Yeah. Batman City of Madness. Oh, damn. Which was yeah, a review sure. from Jesse that yep. I was like holy shit, this is great. Like, yeah. this is just a completely pants on head tail of what's yeah. going on. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, wild. And then the only Marvel is uh, not an X title, but the Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. You've been raving about that for a while. Yeah. 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 I think uh, Philip Johnson uh, is leading the run on that. And holy hell, it's great. Wow. It's he just so the Hulk just met up with a writer like okay hulk versus ghost rider oh damn oh okay. yeah like visuals of hulk versus ghost rider <laughs> like it's just great wow like what that's dope there's multiple splash pages of the two of them fighting and you're just like okay i'm fine this yeah. is great life is good <laughs> oh cool man so that's awesome who um not to put you on the spot but who is writing the incredible hulk uh philip johnson i believe hold on one second okay holding while steve checks for his book yeah so i didn't realize there was a lot of dead air that i just left there i was watching <laughs> you like, i should say something <laughs> yeah some philip time. kennedy Jesus. johnson nick klein on the art and uh met wilson on the colors but like yeah you're looking at like things like that oh damn <laughs> that is awesome yeah 
I'm looking at, for those of you listening, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a picture of Ghost Rider riding his flaming fire motorcycle over Hulk and like burning Hulk's face and upper chest with the wheel of his flaming motorcycle. It looks yeah. really badass. <laughs> so yeah, Dope, it's a, uh, it's been, it's been a, been a solid round. There's seven issues at this point. So a trade will be coming soon. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised. That's it's awesome, one of those dude. where I started pulling just on a whim. I was like, Oh, yeah. I'll try this number one out. I've yeah, never really Hulk I've never, never pulled a Hulk book. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll grab the number one. And I'm like, oh, it's like horror Hulk. Okay, cool. Awesome. Like two issues ago, he was dealing with Man-Thing. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I think Hulk is a horror character or should be and works really well yeah. when he is treated that way. Like that um, Immortal Hulk run. I read the first few yes. issues of that. Like that was like that a was body great. horror kind of thing, mm-hmm. which was great. It was fantastic. Like. Mm-hmm. Hulk is like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like lean into the scariness of becoming a monster that you cannot control. Like, well, for too often that. in the 90s and early 2000s, they didn't. I know. And I know. That's like, what I'm saying. What do you do? I mean, hell, we've seen what they did with Thor in the 90s. But, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Hulk, you know, Hulk went from a, a household name in the 70s with the TV show to yeah. like whatever happened in the 90s and early 2000s. And then now, like, the between the immortal run and the um was it ewing on the immortal run or did he have a run after uh i uh, don't remember but either way there's been like back to back to back runs where they're just nailing the feel for hulk yeah agreed agreed so that's our best of 2023 ah but i do have Let's... some more oh oh okay Hit because me. i know you're not a huge video gamer uh i'm not but I have been playing quite a bit of video games since Christmas, but you oh, go yeah? ahead. Yeah. Um, figured I'd just throw out a, uh, a nod for the 23 video game. Uh, yeah. Category. Uh, my brain went directly to uh, Baldur's Gate three as the game. Okay. Of the year. Okay. Uh, played that for a good long while. Um, very like, I think that game did more for D&D between that and the movie coming out did more for D&D this year than <laughs> anything has done in years. Um, but overall, awesome game, you know, and this is a year where a new Zelda game came out. Uh, yeah. Super Mario Wonder came out. That was amazing. Spidey yep. came out. Jedi Knight Survivor say, came out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would say I'm in the middle. I'm not in the middle. I'm in the beginning of Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And it is so awesome oh it's great it's so awesome yeah i feel like that's where i would go if i had to pick a best video game mm-hmm. runner-up survivor yeah um and i throw gotham knights in there too because i know that like yeah. that had mixed reviews but i had tons of fun playing that game i thought that was great nice so yeah yeah that one's uh sitting on my two install list on the playstation because they offered it for free on uh whatever the game pass thing is oh dope so awesome. I was like, hmm, yes, I will take that for free. That's a good, yeah, good free. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good free. That's a really good free. Now I did the event, the Avengers game on free and I played like an hour of that and was like, nope, this is not a good free. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't spend like $60 on it. Like I did. Uh, I know. Bad. Yeah. Great. Anyway, that's our 2023 best of list. Let's take a look yeah. at things that are coming out in 2000. Oh. For the record, if we missed anything egregiously, please oh, let yeah. us know. Tell us. If we forgot about some masterpiece um, that we should have mentioned, let us know. And 
continuing that, this list that I'm about to read of projects coming out in 2024, I'm sure that I missed a couple things that are relevant to our interests and the interests of our viewers and listeners. So if I forgot something, let me know. I think I hit all the big stuff. I even threw in okay. some like stuff that we will definitely never talk about on this podcast. <laughs> um, however, here is the list. It's quite a list. I don't think it's quite as long as last year's list because last year's list was huge. Um, I was I went to the movies more times this summer than any other summer in my whole life. <laughs> but <laughs> it did anyway. seem like you were there quite a bit. Quite a bit. But all right. This is not this is not in release order. This is just in whatever order I wrote them down in. So, so do we want to go do you want to run a list of or what are you doing? Like TV then? I'm gonna write a list of like no, everything. no. Everything's mixed together. Oh, I don't have them any any okay. kind of order. Just every project that's happening. It's all it's all it's not comics, it's all movies and television. Gotcha. Okay. So I'll say that. So okay. Marvel's Echo, Star Wars, Skeleton Crew, Agatha, the Dark Hole Diaries. Godzilla Kong, The New Empire, The Penguin, X-Men 97, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Season 2, Spidey and His Amazing Friends, Season 3, Stranger Things, The Final Season, Marvel's Eyes of Wakanda, new animated Black Panther show, which just announced the other day, Madam Web, Steve's favorite, Rings of Power, Season 2, Dune, Part 2, Suicide Squad, Isekai, The Boys, Season 4, Umbrella Academy season four, My Adventures with Superman season two, Argyle, Dune Prophecy, Doctor Who, a new season of that show, Harley Quinn season five, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, Kung Fu Fan, Kung Fu Panda four. I want to see Avatar. Kung Fu Panda. What's that? I said I want to see Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, I would rather see for sure. <laughs> uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, the live action series, Invincible season two, part two. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, Fallout, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Deadpool 3, Borderlands, Star Wars The Acolyte, Alien, Romulus, Craven the Hunter, Beetlejuice 2, Transformers 1, Joker, Foley Adu, House of the Dragon Season 2, Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Marvel Zombies, Karate Kid, Wolfman, Alien the Series, Creature Commandos, Venom 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Lord of the Rings, War of the Rohirrim, and for all you parents out there, a new season of Bluey. <laughs> I may be more excited about that than my kid is. <laughs> I know, I think so, me too. <laughs> and that's actually uh, relatively quick. That's in January, I think. That's in January, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's coming soon. Yeah. All right. So after that, Mike. Uh, that's a lot of stuff. That's what? a lot of stuff. Give me give me your thoughts on a movie you're looking forward to. A movie that I'm looking forward. I feel cause that's an inter- it's interesting because I feel like the most stuff that I'm excited about actually this year is TV. Which is if weird I had to because say my movie list is longer than my TV list. Really? Mostly because I forgot about the Star Wars too, but yeah, that would bring them both to five. But <laughs> if I had to say a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Deadpool 3 is up there just because of all the rumors, all the craziness. It'd probably either go Deadpool 3 or, for me, new Alien movie, man. Romulus? Alien Romulus, I think, I got to say. Those might be my two highest ones that I'm excited about. Yeah, so yeah, both, of those, both of those were on my list. Uh, the 
what took the cake for me was Dune Part 2. Yeah, that looks great. I saw the trailer yeah. before Aquaman. It was weird seeing Aquaman, by the way, and having trailers for zero other superhero movies. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know the last time that's happened when I go to see a superhero movie yeah. and there's not a trailer for another superhero movie. It's because, like, nothing else is ready because <laughs> of the strikes delayed everything. Right. Like, there's and, nothing and else that's ready to come And they're out. not going to throw the Madam Web trailer ahead of that. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only thing I could think of that could have been there, but right. it wasn't. I'm surprised that it wasn't, to be honest with you. But anyway. Um, um, the other two that were on my list, I weirdly did a top five for that, too. Um, these are all unintentional top fives, but uh transformers one and uh war of the Rohirrim. yeah the lord of the rings anime or animated i'm excited for that specifically i've been re-watching the lord of the rings films that i haven't watched in 15 years it's been a long time since i've seen those movies but like as of right now my mind is very much excited about any new lord of the rings stuff so like rings of power too is probably high on my list um what would you uh, say as far as on rings of power being moved to 25 so oh is that true i don't know if it's oh. true or not but i no. heard 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 some some ravens in my ear <laughs> i had not heard that that's a bummer um what would you say as far as uh tv shows what are some things that you're looking forward to well because i forgot the star wars uh 100 the accolade is what i'm looking forward to yeah. Um. But outside of that, uh, prior prior to me remembering that was 100 percent going to be Fallout, just because I oh, want wow. to know okay. what the hell that show is going to be. Yeah. Okay. That's not what I expected you to say for sure. Yeah. I thought you're going straight X Men '97. No, I'm excited about that, but also like I don't know. Like it's 100 percent. I'm going to start binging it the first day that it's out. Sure. But I don't know. It's like it's in the in the general vein of where everything else is. So I get the top of that, but it's not above and beyond. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely excited about the star Wars stuff, both skeleton crew and acolyte. Um, I mean, I'll always take another season of Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Love that show. Um, we started watching that by the way. Oh, did you really? Finally? Uh, season one during season one, I assume. Yeah. How's it going so far? so fucking weird it's great (laughs) so funny um it's like they took archer put it in the dc universe and made it weirder yeah 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 it's great yeah (laughs) so good um if i had to pick one though like as much as i love star wars as much as i love i don't know any other stuff like Oh, like the Penguin? I'm super excited about the Penguin. Mm-hmm. It's been off of the Batman. That's where I expected you to go. I got to go Creature Commandos, man. It's like... Just because of the what it's what it's potentially kicking it's off. Setting and... par- it's setting a partial yep. own setter for the entire future of the DCU as it looks right now under yep. James Gunn. And so like that alone makes it like feel like an absolute must-watch for me. But going off, also off what I thought about uh, movies, we're getting an alien series this year. So, like, we're getting two alien things. Right. I'm over the moon about that. Yeah, Romulus, be, Romulus was 100% on my movies. I forgot they were doing the yeah. TV series this year, too. I know. Wild. Good for them. Good for them. Oh, cool. Uh, let us know. Write in. Tell us what you are expecting or what you're looking forward to in um, 2000. Did you, you have any, anything? Did you have any comics? Or... 
oh i haven't even really looked at comics as far as what stuff is that i know that's coming out just like i don't know no i didn't do my due diligence on comics what do you Jeez. got down uh the ultimate stuff 100 percent. oh sure yeah the new ultimate universe so absolutely I, I have no clue. Like, I'm sure there'll be some indie that usurps everything and becomes my favorite thing of the year, much like this year. Sure. Uh, sure. But, yeah. like, the the relaunching of the Ultimate Universe seems like it's going to be very good. And if it's not, it's not. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. between that and Fall of X and, uh, like, Avengers Twilight, like, Marvel's got some stuff going on. Yeah. So Marvel yeah, uh, sure. Avengers Twilight is Zadarsky writing the Avengers. Like, okay, sign me up. I didn't realize that was Chip Zadarsky. Yeah. Um, you say that, but he's also the reason that I am Batman. No Fair. offense. Fair. To Chip Zadarsky. So his track record with Marvel's a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, hope I mean it's as blasphemous for me to say, but hopefully um they'll lack of interest that I have in Batman is because he's been so focused on coming up with a good Avengers story. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Uh, comics. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to see where this birds of prey run goes. Cause it's so good. Um, and I hope it goes a little bit longer, but I hope that it's not, I hope that it's not around long. Same, same with poison. Ivy too. like, Oh, I hope they're not around long enough that they run out of ideas Peter and off, run themselves yeah. into the ground. Like I hope they are able to keep it fresh, which I mean, birds of prey is only on issue like four or something like that. So yeah, um that's like poison ivy at 17 like how many more arcs can you do to keep it fresh i don't know but it's been such a reinvention of the character that um i can i can see it going on for a while longer because they've they've already done so much stuff that i haven't expect that i don't expect so you know sure there's plenty of other stuff that i'm not thinking about that g willow wilson is thinking about so yeah um um 2024 in video games again uh, there will be the pure nerd in my heart. Uh, there will be a new World of Warcraft expansion coming out. Oh no way! So awesome. Still, uh, still going strong on that. Twenty years in. Um, <laughs> Good for you. So it's, it's weird. For you. The fact that it will be a twenty-year-old game next year, insane. And still has an insane amount of player base. Is yeah, mind-boggling. Um, yeah. And then there's uh, Star Wars Hunters is coming out, which is they're supposed oh. to be coming out. Uh, which that had me from the beginning of like, I really want to see what this turns into. Which one is Star Wars Hunters? Is that the one we got that trailer for that yeah, was like a you're like female, a female bounty protagonist? Hunter. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I forgot all about that game. Yep. That's coming out next year? Supposedly. Who the hell knows hell yeah. when it actually will drop. But last If last that's true, then that's definitely my number one. So. Yeah. yeah, if that's true, that's definitely my number one. Otherwise, I'm excited about Suicide Squad kills a Justice League. That looks super fun. Oh yeah, that does look good. And uh, I know there's no, there's been some leaks, but no release date for the Wolverine game. So we'll still be holding our breath mm-hmm. about that, for sure. Um. All right. Speaking of comics, you got any comics to review, Steve? You got a comic I to review? Do. I have the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Gang War by Greg Pak. Whoa. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Gang War. Yes. All right, awesome. Let's dive into that. What do you sure, think about why that? Not? Um, Greg Pak uh, with uh, Kayo Mahato on art and Jim Campbell on colors. It is uh, a, as you can imagine, Spider-Man and Shang-Chi do Spider-Man and Shang-Chi things, but not in the way you'd think. 
Oh, uh, Shang Chi has apparently taken... that cover is awesome. By the way, oh, oh it the, is the style of that cover is great. Yeah, just that minimalist kind of yeah. yeah. So did good. a great job on it. Um, but they so part of the gang war arc, which Brian, if he's still in the chat, is uh, ultimately familiar with because he's doing the same thing with gang war that I did with Fall of X. So yeah, pulling everything, uh, yeah. Um, and gang war so far has been apparently very good by all accounts. So um, this one was more Shang-Chi apparently took over the 10 rings or the, the five rings from it or the, what is it? The five rings, whatever the, the organization is concerned. It's 10. Well, the 10 rings are the rings, the five, whatever uh, the, the group from the like group from his father. um, Okay. Basically inherited the uh, commander of the five weapons society. Oh, okay. So he's the leader of the effectively, you know, mercenary army. Um, Mm. And instead of taking part in the gang war, which his father would have 100% done, he's leaving it to defend Chinatown. Like, just hold their turf and not, like, you know, go out and uh, conquer everybody in this gang war uh, that's going on. And he ends up having a mutiny against him and fighting back and it's you know the it's a very i guess it's a very rote kind of story but done well yeah so it's the you know i inherited this i'm trying to change the organization from the inside blah 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 people are gonna like long-standing people are going to fight back against me um and at the end he the the ten rings are taken from him and people are starting to invade and it's part of i believe a three issue mini arc um but basically he still has control of the organization but doesn't have the ten rings and like hammerhead and everybody else are coming to uh invade chinatown so he has to fight them off just using kung fu ah because well he is shang chi that's what he does master kung fu indeed he is so overall solid book um you know not amazing not bad by any stretch and probably fits into that narrative quite well nice i have a uh more festive uh book to review is the uh creep show holiday special um creep show those you're not familiar uh it's coming out from image comics it's a a long-running series it's kind of like a tales from the crypt style horror book where it's like an anthology series where there's like two or three stories per book um uh with a bunch of different creators this is the again this is the holiday special so uh there's one story called christmas man there's one story called package thieves from a bunch of different creators uh daniel kraus jonathan wayshack adriano lucas pat brosau james asmus uh letizia kadanchi francesco sagala and pat uh, brosau uh, they're both very good stories. Christmas Man was awesome for sure. Yep. Um, and they're kind of like again, they do like different styles of horror. It's not always um, you know, one uh, similar thing. Um, Christmas Man is about uh, older siblings or older friends teasing a younger young girl about um, you know, like a monster that basically follows Santa Claus around on Christmas Eve and uh, uh kills people for whatever reason <laughs> and um, kills people 
yeah yeah telling her like a terrifying uh bedtime story um but then lo and behold it's real um and they have to deal with christmas man um and the other one is um a woman just receiving uh body parts as packages um disgusting um but yeah uh i mean creep show um any comic horror fan knows creep show uh this was a really good book um you know it's a we're a little getting a little past the holidays but this was definitely worth a read for sure like it was still you know i'm somebody that's more or less done with christmas at midnight on december 25th (laughs) um so so i i but i still found this like really engaging and and worth reading despite it being like christmas themes still yep um and i know they got a bunch down at funky town comics so go and check it out uh it's really good it's terrifying and creepy as hell so nice I endorse Creep Show, or I endorse this or any other issue of Creep Show. It's definitely if you're a horror fan, you should be uh, getting Creep Show on the regular. I would say. Yeah, that so was uh, that was one of those where it was like holiday themed horror. Yeah, I've already got one of those. Yeah, I'll the take Deviant it. was uh, <laughs> was a hell of a read. So, yeah, I still have a read issue too. I got it right there. Oh, really? I'm ready. I, uh, yeah. I read it. Uh, it. It holds up. I'm sure um, that it does. Again, uh, apparently it's just the year of James Tinian again. Seems like we talk about this every year, but Yeah, it's every year. Isn't that every year? Right. Yeah. It's it's mildly insane what he's doing. So I would love like I know all his indie stuff is great. I would love to, for him to get his hands on a big two character again. Because yeah. I really like like maybe I'm in the minority. I really thought his Batman run was like really interesting and mm-hmm. going interesting places and he jumped um I think earlier than he expected to. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Cause that I was would like whole, him to come back. That was that whole stretch where everything was kind of up in the air with, uh, uh, Oh God, what was the, the service that was like swiping everybody and paying them a boatload of money. Oh, Substack. Substack. Yeah. yeah when they were doing that. Yep. So, yep. Um, so anyway, uh, what else is coming out this week in your local comic book store? This Wednesday, you can find Amazing Spider-Man 41, Basic Instinct number two, Bat- Batman number 141, Birds of Prey number five, Blue Beetle number five, Captain America number five, Fall of House of X number one, Fantastic Four number 15, Gargoyles number 11, Kneel Before Zod number one, Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man number 2099 number one, sorry, not number 2099, that's part of the title. Uh, Poison Ivy, 18, Savage Red Sony, number three, Shazam, number seven, Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 42, Thanos, number two, Venom, number 29. That's all the list of comics for tonight. Keeping a little on the shorter side. Steve, you pulling any of these? Excited about any of these? Or is there anything that you are currently reading? Did you notice that there's only one X book on that whole list? Uh, yes. The Fall of X is over. Yeah. We're down to one book. I can pull one Oof. book. I have no problem Oof. pulling one book. Congratulations, Steve. You made it. You made it, buddy. You I made it. it. And all of the <laughs> all of those arcs that I've read so far, like the you know, Uncanny Spider Man, Jean Grey, all that, they've been very solid. So Yeah. I yeah. was happy to have pulled them in hindsight. Well, good. Good. Um that's all you really want. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Fall of House of X, I'll probably grab just because at this point I'm invested. Um Sure. And beyond that, no, there's really not much there. Like, I don't know what Neil Before Zod is, but it sounds intriguing because it's yeah, Neil Before Zod. Clearly about General Zod. Yeah. Something Superman related. Um, I mean, I'm pulling this. Ha- this list has my 
two current uh, pulls, Birds of Prey and Poison Ivy. So I'll be getting them for sure. Um, uh, definitely probably will pick up and flip through Neil before his eyes to see what that's about. Absolutely. For sure. Um, other than that, I've been trying to catch up on stuff that I've been in the middle of um, things I've started and not finished, um, uh, which I finished world tree. Like I said, the other day I'm working on um, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's bitch planet. Number one, volume one of that. I've had that for like a year and I haven't read that at all. I've bought both one and two. And I'm also in the middle of Alan Moore's from hell, which I uh, have um, started and then long neglected. So I'm trying to bang those out in the next couple of weeks so I can um, get back into other stuff. I did for... just confirm for the record, the world tree trade is one through five. So, Oh, okay. So yes. I didn't spoil We're on the same page. Hooray. Hooray. Well, all right, Steve. Um, I think that about does it for our, uh, yearly wrap up of nerdy news. Our last show of 2023. Absolutely. Wowzers mildly crazy um it is crazy it is crazy i mentioned um to my wife last night and i was saying like you know like i said well we're doing this like a thing where we come up with our our favorites of the past year because that's what we we because we did that the last two years yeah and she goes you've been doing this for over two years (laughs) like she had no idea i was like yeah this is year three we're going on our like may or whatever it'll be like our third full year we're we've, in our third year right now. Yeah. We've published over 200 episodes. That's insane. It's insane. I said, like, I, I, I know I've said this to you before, but like, basically, our, our goal is to just to never stop so that when other nerd podcasts eventually do stop, their listeners will just funnel to us because yeah. we'll be like the only game in We're town. Still going. We'll just be like going and going and going forever. 214 episodes strong going into 2024 does that include like the mini episodes like the tv review episodes and stuff specials that's everything i've published to our podcast feed so man that's a lot that's a lot of talking you and i have done yep 215 technically after tonight because i have not published tonight yet well thank you for listening to our 215th episode everybody we really appreciate it uh we wish you all a safe and happy new year's eve and a safe and happy 2024 we'll be back next week most likely back to Sundays, I would think, after this yeah. holiday craziness has died down. Yeah, I think um, I think we're probably clear until like Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, sure. And then um screw it. Probably next week, uh, we're gonna have um uh two announcements Absolutely. of um, of interviews that we're gonna be having on this show. That weirdly if, ended if up you go being back very and, pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and listen to this episode, you might be able to figure out uh, who we'll be talking to. But uh, we'll save the fish and, announcement for next And for week. the record, those were not plants. Those were legitimately both of our favorite books. So. Yeah. Yep. Just legit. Yeah. Very legit. Um, but anyway, very excited and, again, nervous about those. Going to do some uh, research in the next few weeks for sure. <laughs> Part of my reading uh, itinerary. Um, but I think that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'd say uh, outside of that, just get a hold of us when you can. Check us out on themultiversereport.com. Multiverse Report on most of the socials. Um, themultiversereport at gmail.com if you want to toss us a line uh, in long form and make us read an email. That'd be uh, great. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or if you're watching us on YouTube, just hit the like and subscribe and the whole nine. And uh, yeah, 
you know, we'll we'll get back to you. Awesome. Uh, sounds great. Until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the multiverse. <laughs>